On this episode of The Prosperous People, I had the pleasure of speaking with podcasting entrepreneur, Apple Kreider. We talked about how to get started with a podcast, whether or not you should monetize it, and digital businesses like ClickFunnels and social media marketing agencies. Enjoy. Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to The Prosperous People. My name is Mike Rari, and today I'm sitting down with the podcasting mogul, Apple Kreider. My man, Apple, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? I'm doing amazing, and that's fantastic to hear. So the listeners heard a little bit about you in the intro of the episode, but before we really dive into the life of Apple Kreider, if you can give me a concise minute-long explanation of who you are and what you do nowadays, that'd be great. For sure. So in a nutshell, basically what I do is I help people get started with podcasting. Um, and that's, that's sort of the gist of what I do. Um, most of that is, is just totally free. I don't, I don't sell anything right now. So I've got a, I've got a podcasting group that's, that's free for people to join. That's where I do most of, of my teaching to go live in there a couple times a week. Um, teach stuff like podcast SEO, how to get more listeners, all that good stuff. Um, do some speaking, spoke at a conference in DC last week. So really just like going around teaching people about podcasting, how to monetize it. Um, and that's, that's mostly what I do to be honest with you. And then I have, so how I make money, obviously, if I'm not selling anything to people, um, is I have a, a funnel building agency on the back end. So I'll work with higher ticket clients. Um, doesn't really overlap between the people that I teach about podcasting and the people that I work with for money. Um, so those are kind of the two spheres that I'm working in right now. That's awesome. And how old are you at the moment? I'm 20 years old. Okay. So now being 20 years old, you know, I want to take this all back to your early childhood. Um, something that I strive to do with this podcast is really understanding my guests and not just what they do now, but understanding their early environment. So now a question I have to ask you first was, where did you grow up? Yeah. So I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which for those of you guys that don't know, I mean, it's a pretty big city in the Midwest. There's like 500 or so thousand people um, that live there. So pretty decent sized city. Um, and when I say I grew up in the city, I grew up in the city, not the suburbs. Um, yeah. And so, so, I mean, that's where I grew up, um, lived there since I was like four years old. So pretty much all my memories come from, come from Minneapolis. Okay. So growing up there, what was that thing environmentally that impacted you the most and what ultimately led into your interest? What sparked your interest into podcasting? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's kind of a long, long story and we can go as, as into it as we want, but mm. uh, basic, basic gist of it is, is that I've always been fascinated with how people interacted with money, um, particularly my parents. So I was very cognizant of how my parents decided to spend their money, grew up middle-class. So money wasn't really a huge struggle, but my parents were, were very um, selective of what they chose to spend their money on. So I would always just monitor that when we went to the grocery store, when we went like back to school shopping, just like what they chose to spend money on, like how they remarked, like what was cheap, what was expensive. So that sort of got the gears turning pretty early on as far as like the world of, of money goes. And I realized pretty early on that like money was going to be a pretty uh, quintessential uh, thing in my life that, that, that was going to dictate a lot of my opportunities and whatnot. So uh, having that realization, I, I really just decided to to learn about it because I was like, well, money's going to be important in my life. So I better um, learn about this thing and, and so that I can really control it and, and, and figure out how it works. So um, really read a lot of, of books about investing, about personal finance, and, and really just tried to expand my knowledge as much as possible there. And while I was doing that, I was in high school and I wanted to, to tell people about what I was learning about because I was like super fired up about this stuff. I was like, dude, you can turn your money into more money and there's compound <laughs> interest and it's so cool. And my friends were kind of like, dude, I'm like 16 years old. I'm 17 years old. I don't, I don't really need to care about that right now. I'll think about that when I'm like 35. So 
at that point, I kind of just like needed an outlet to talk about this stuff because I didn't really have people in my life that I could talk about it with. So uh, I I started a YouTube channel where I was really just like hopping on there a couple times a week, making videos like, hey guys, I applied for this new credit card. Here's what happened. Here's why I applied for it. And really just like documenting what I was doing in the world of of personal finance, being like, hey guys, here's what my investment portfolio looks like this month. Um, This went good, this went bad. I I, I learned this, whatever. So, So just doing stuff like that um, and sort of from there transitioned into, um, I, I built up a little bit. It was never really meant to be like an income stream YouTube. It was kind of just, like I said, man, a creative outlet because I needed to talk about this stuff and I didn't really yeah. have people in person that I could talk about it with. So, uh, from there I was kind of, I kind of got exposed to like the world of like social media influencers and like making money on social media. And, and, and that was something that was really new to me because throughout high school, I actually didn't have any social media whatsoever. I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have, really? I didn't have, yeah, no, I was purposely like, I don't, I don't need these things in my life. Like they're just kind of like extra stuff that I don't need. Cause like, I'm not somebody who needs to have like a thousand friends. Like I, I'm cool with just having like three or four, like really close friends that I can like be really tight with. So yeah. I had those people in my life. So I didn't really feel like I needed to be on social media, like showing everyone how, how cool my life was. So I just didn't, I, I just chose not to have those things. But once I started my YouTube channel, um, I, I got sort of intrigued with, with that side of things a couple months in. So I started an Instagram account um, for myself. I didn't even have one. So I just I started an Instagram account and um, sort of got really intrigued with that platform too, just how people were getting like all these followers and people were like making money on it. So I sort of decided that I wanted to learn how to do that. So I, I decided to take my own account and see if I could figure out how to grow it. So within about two months, maybe six to eight weeks, I, I took my personal Instagram account from like a hundred followers to like 10,000 followers wow. um, just by like figuring out how, how the algorithms worked and, and just like posting good content. Um, so did that. And then I was like, huh, maybe I'm onto something here. So I started another page, took that from zero to about 60,000 followers in a similar time frame, like six to eight weeks. So then I was like, okay, I think I sort of have this Instagram thing figured out. And then from there, I was like, well, shoot, I have this skill that I sort of developed. I wonder if I could use this skill to make money because with my personal account and with this other account that I grew, um, I was making some money off them. I think the 60K account, I was making maybe a couple hundred bucks a month, nothing huge, but it was largely just like passive from affiliates. I would just like post an affiliate in my story. Um, I'd get whatever, a couple dozen signups and I'd get some, get some cash for that. So that was sort of what I was doing there. And then I was like, all right, let's take this to the next level. So I was like, I got this skill of growing Instagram accounts. Let's figure out who could benefit from this skill. So I turned to a uh, sort of a space that I thought would be really easy to, um, have success with because like I knew that if I wasn't getting results for people, um, they weren't going to pay me. So I'm like, all right, who would be like the easiest person to get results for? And the first sort of area that I thought of because I was already super active in that area was like personal finance YouTubers. I was like, I knew from experience that there were a lot of personal finance YouTubers that didn't have a clue how Instagram worked. Um, and a lot of people in my network had like 300 K 400 K followers or subscribers rather on YouTube, but like a thousand followers on Instagram. So there was this huge discrepancy and I was like, shoot, man, if these people are already putting out high quality content on YouTube, there's no reason their Instagram account should not sort of match that caliber, you know? Yeah. So I just decided to hit them up and I, I hit up this one guy in particular and I was like, Hey man, um, and actually, I'll, I'll give you guys the full picture here. So I decided that I was going to help this one dude in particular who had like 300K on YouTube and like 1K on Instagram. I was like, I'm going to help him grow his Instagram. 
So what I decided to do was I was like, all right, he's got good content on YouTube already. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take that YouTube content, repurpose it for Instagram and, and give that to him for free because I just wanted to, to prove myself again. I already knew that I knew how to grow accounts, but I wanted to make sure that that skill translated into this new sort of area that I wanted to work in. So what I decided to do was make him content for free. And before I even hit this dude up, I made some content for him for free. And then in that very first email that I sent him, I gave him the content. I told him I was going to work for him for free. I told him exactly what I was going to do. And I was just like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep sending you this content. Um, and yeah, look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. No, it definitely seems like uh, free value is the common theme with the start of entrepreneurship. And what was this time zone when you started picking up more and more people. Um, when did you make this realization that this is what you wanted to do ultimately? As far as Instagram goes or what? As far as, you know, being able to help people with their social media, because I know that, you know, a lot of people uh, in the entrepreneurship world are looking to grow their Instagrams, um, but they don't have the keys. And, you know, they look forward to people like you who might have that skill, might have that knowledge. Um, and ultimately, something that I want to know is, is you've created uh, a network, right? And you're known by many, many people. And was it based off of building social media for other people? Or was it, where was, what was the beginning of that? How did you build your name? Yeah, the beginning was definitely YouTube. I mean, the, the YouTube channel didn't really like blow up. I think as of right now, it's got like 3,500 subscribers. So I mean, like nothing huge, yeah. nothing viral. Um, but that was like the first time that I was like really putting out content that I was very proud of, that I was trying to help people out. Um, because like I said, man, it was, it was just to help people. It wasn't to make money. I wasn't trying, I didn't put ads on my videos until like pretty much after I was done publishing. I just like had all the videos up and I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just put ads on these things and see what happens. Yeah. So that was that was the, the 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 sort of decision it wasn't even a decision to help people honestly because like it was it was more selfish than anything i was just putting out those videos to to sort of express myself and tell people about what i was doing sure. um but after i started getting some some feedback and, and people saying like hey i like tried this and it like helped me or i like uh, i learned a lot from from hearing about your experience with credit cards i was like well shoot like this is actually helping people and then from there I, that's that's sort of when I decided that I really wanted to, to focus on helping other people um, because like there's just such a big impact you can have on social media. Like you can reach like thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people uh, by just like with a podcast, like pulling out a mic and pressing record or like hopping or like grabbing like your phone camera and like recording yourself. Like there's, there's just so many people you can reach and the barrier to entry is just so low that I think it just like, it, it's just so easy uh, and, and if you have even just a little bit of, of wanting to help people out, like you, you, you can do that. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. there's not, there's not a whole lot staying between like you and doing that, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's definitely something that you're widely known for. You're known for your amazing podcasting skills and you own the podcast, young, smart money with coming close to almost 200. I think you're at 185 episodes and to put that many episodes out is absolutely something incredible and definitely something that I can admire you for. And what do you ultimately seek to achieve with podcasting? Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, with, with podcasting. So I, I mean, really in the grand scheme of things, like <laughs> grand scheme of things, I don't know. Um, and the reason I don't know is because right now I'm sort of in this, this like transition period. I've got a couple months left of school and then I'm like done with school for good. 
uh, maybe for good, who knows? Um, but then I'm like done with school for at least this season of my life. And, and so that's just got me thinking about like, what do I actually want to be doing? And, and, and prior to a few months ago, um, my mission with the podcast was really just to like to reach as many people as possible. And then once I saw that I was literally reaching hundreds of thousands of people, I was like, shoot, like I could probably help other people do the same thing. Um, because I, I believe that everybody has a message that, that should be shared and like, and, and they really like, they have the opportunity to share that. So like, but, but my goal with like podcasting and like, and helping people with that is as of right now, it's really just like, like putting good karma out into the world. You know, like I, I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm a strong believer in karma and right now in my life, I'm like not totally sure what I want to do long term. So I, I figure like might as well just help some people out right now, build my network, build my karma so that if an opportunity does come around, um, people might think of me. They might be like, hey, I know this dude who, who taught me a lot about podcasting, who who seems like a sharp guy. Um, I've got this opportunity. Maybe he'd be a good fit. So I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now, to be honest with you. It's, it's not about like I... I, I've actively turned down like income streams just because they don't really align with like my values and stuff. And, and so like the, the money side isn't really what I'm about right now. Um, it's, it's mostly just about the network, to be honest with you. I've been able to meet some really high level individuals. Um, speaking at events has been really cool too. I mean, like just afterwards, the amount of people that come up to you and like ask you questions and connect yeah. with you. It, it's just really cool. So for me, it's it, it's all about building the network. It's all about building the rapport. Um, I'm not out there to build my ego. That's not really what I'm about. Um, that's kind of why I stopped growing like my personal Instagram account. Um, I was just like, this is stupid. I mean, at this point, it's just numbers. So I, I'm I'm somebody who 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 cares a lot more about like the 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 individual messages that I'm getting than like the the, the numbers that are showing. So I'm I'm really just focused on helping people as much as I can. And, and from there, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't really have a, a strong vision right now, which is, I mean, there's pros and cons to that, but I'm really, to be honest with you, man, I'm 20 years old. I've got a lot of life ahead of me. So I'm still really young. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. So, and, 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 you know, I understand that it's, it's building the network and building relationship capital. And, you know, I know there's quite a few people looking into the business side of podcasting, monetizing, and ultimately using this amazing platform to sell their guests or their guest fan base, a service product, whatever that might be. And a question that I can, you know, I can, I would like to ask you is what's your take on monetizing this platform? Do you agree with the practice of doing that? Or do you ultimately think that you can leverage it better by not monetizing it? I, I mean, I'm not gonna, there are very few people that I like bash on and, and, and I really have no qualms with people monetizing a podcast. I mean, like people got to eat, you got to make money somehow. So like, if that's the way you choose to do it, I mean, all the more power to you. I mean, and there's a lot of ways to do it. Um, so what I would say to that is, is no, I don't, I don't disagree with, with anything about monetizing a podcast. I think that's like great for, for some people and for some yeah. people it's not. So uh, what I would say though, is there's really two sort of avenues that you can go down. Um, one of which is monetizing on the front end and one of which is monetizing on the back end. And for those of you that aren't familiar, when I'm talking about front end, back end, basically front end monetization would be like, like you said, man, like selling things to your, uh, selling things to your listeners, um, and monetizing your listeners in some way. So if you're putting ads on your show, if you're doing affiliate marketing, if you're selling some kind of info product to your listeners, uh, that's going to be front end monetization. That's what most people think of when most people hear monetizing a podcast, they think of sponsorships, ads. Um, so that's the most common way that people do monetize. And, and yeah, I have nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you have a, a brand or, or a company that you really believe in that you get a lot of value from, like I have no problem with you sharing that with your audience, like freaking go for it. I do that all the time. Um, not for money. I just usually promote people because I like value what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but like 
honestly, like I wouldn't have a problem doing some kind of, of podcast sponsorships or like podcast ads if it was something that I really believed in. Um, as of right now, I haven't really found any companies that I'm like, yes, I would really feel comfortable putting that in front of my entire audience. Um, just because I, I really do value that, that connection, that relationship that I have built with my listeners. So um, I haven't felt the need to do that at this point. How I monetize my show is on the back end. So front end is, is selling things to your listeners. Back end is selling things to your guests. So uh, back end monetization examples, um, frequently it's, it's the agency model. So I'm selling some kind of service, um, whether that's social media marketing, whether that is, um, there's any number of things. You could do PR, you could do podcasts, you could do any number of things. Um, so that's what I choose to do. Like I mentioned at the top of the episode, um, building funnels is, is what I really enjoy doing and that's how I make money. So some of the guests that I have on the show, um, afterwards I will, um, do some kind of client work for them. I'll build them a funnel, do some email marketing for them, whatever they need. Um, it's mostly funnel building, email marketing and, and paid social. Those are my three areas that I work in. Um, but yeah, no, I, I have no problem with that. I mean, I make money off of my show, not directly, but through the guests that I have on it. Um, so I have no problem with people, with people going down that route. Um, I think it's, it's, it's great if you can find a way to make money doing something you enjoy doing, like freaking go all in on that. Like, that's great. Um, most people don't have that luxury. So if you are able to, to, to do that yourself, like freaking all the more power to you. Most definitely. So also as, as well as, you know, I think a lot of people can understand, you know, social media marketing, um, but click funnels, I don't think a lot of people understand click funnels, um, but explain click funnels in a, in a simple term. All right. Um, let's see. So basically <laughs> if you go on Facebook and you're scrolling through Facebook and you get an ad that is directing you to somebody's free training on whatever, um, you're going to click on that ad and you're going to go to a page where they're going to ask you for your email so that you can sign up for the training. Uh, that page that you're on right now was 99% of the time built on click funnels and click funnels basically, um, is a, is, is a service for creating landing pages, sales pages, and really just facilitating the entire process between getting someone into your ecosystem and turning them into a purchaser. So, uh, with ClickFunnels, I mean, like I said, there's so many things you can do between building landing pages that, that collect people's emails to, um, you can even host like videos on there and do like video trainings. You can, you can create and sell and host an entire like online course just on ClickFunnels. You don't need any outside, um, services or, or, or websites or subscriptions or anything. Um, so, so it's a really, there's, there's a lot of stuff you can do with it. And yeah, I mean, it's really just, it's a website builder that specializes in creating sales funnels, which are, again, that entire process between getting someone into your ecosystem and then becoming a purchaser. And, and that's basically what they do. And they're, they're pretty good at it, I would say. Um, they've got whatever, like 90,000 people um, signed up for their service, which is yeah. crazy. Um, so they're definitely doing something right. And yeah, I mean, I've, I've been a ClickFunnels customer for like over two years. Um, and I've been doing client work on ClickFunnels for like probably a little over a year, year and a half. Um, so yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge brand advocate. So is that helpful? Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. Um, and you think this is a step that people should take, you know, I think that a lot of people are moving from not just content creation, but digital marketing agencies are very popular nowadays. Yeah. Um, and anything that has to do with online ads, essentially, uh, as you explain, this is podcast or not podcasting, but, uh, you know, click funnels are used for anybody who does run online ads. What, what is something that you strongly recommend for anybody who's looking to get into online advertising? I strongly recommend focusing. So 
I, when I started out doing client work, I was only doing click funnels. That's all I was doing. I was only building landing pages, sales pages, lead pages. I was only using click funnels to build sites. That was all I was doing. And that was all I was doing for like 12 months. So I think it's really important that you just start with one thing because you can make, and I was making decent money just doing that one thing. So I think if you just focus on getting really good at something, because nobody wants a jack of all trades. Nobody wants somebody who's like, okay at click funnels and okay at, at, at copywriting and okay at all these different things. Like they want someone who's really good at one thing, uh, maybe a couple of things, but like you really need to get good at something first. So I would recommend don't overwhelm yourself. Don't learn everything at once. Like focus on one thing and get really good at that one thing over like a three month time frame. Then once you have that skill developed, you start selling that skill to other people. Um, you start building those, those clients and in, in, in your book of business and, and all of your testimonials. Um, and then you can then leverage that and start learning other skills too. But I, I think there's so many things you could learn. It's easy to get overwhelmed. And I see a lot of people just bouncing around between everything, trying to learn everything. They're learning Shopify and they're learning Amazon. They're learning ClickFunnels. They're learning email marketing. They're learning a million different things. Chatbots, like it's crazy. So focus on one thing. If it's ClickFunnels, great. If it's not great, I really could care less. Um, but, but pick one thing, get good at it. Um, figure out if you actually enjoy it. Um, and, and then do that thing. Cause you can make decent money. You can make good money doing really most things online. Okay. Like if you get one valuable skill, whether it is like chatbots or Shopify or, or Facebook ads or email marketing or anything, you can make good money doing that one thing at a high level. So I mean, you don't need to, you don't need to learn everything. You don't need to be this like guy who can, who can do everything. Cause most people don't want that. Most people want somebody who's really good at one thing. And if you can be that person and you can do good work for that person and then start getting word of mouth referrals and then grow your business that way. It's, it's just about, yeah, it's just about focusing to be honest with you. Like that's, and that's the hardest part too. Cause there's so many shiny objects. You see people having success in all these areas. So like you, you want to, you want to do all these things, but in the grand scheme of things, you just got to realize that you can't do all the things well. And you just have to find one thing that you really like doing, get good at it. And then you're kind of set. Yeah. So finding one thing and not spreading yourself too thin among yeah. many different businesses. Um, and yeah, that's something that I notice a lot with a lot of these marketing agencies and, and the reason why a lot of these marketing agencies, you know, tend to fail and, and not just marketing agencies, but you know, anyone who's affiliating themselves with an online business is they're ultimately spreading themselves to then offering multiple services. Um, and I think that's just a common mistake that people are making because as you said, people are being okay and so-so at one or two, three things being a jack of all trades. Now, going back to podcasting, who is somebody that you admire? Who, who are some mentors in your life that really pushed you to continue podcasting? <sighs> mentors that's i mean that's a good question at, at this point in time i don't really have like that like picture of somebody on my wall that i'm like like idolizing um i have i have a lot of people that i look up to for a lot of different things but it, in the world of podcasting there's really not that many people i mean i i've got to admire like pat flynn and john lee dumas because those guys like have been doing it for a long time and they've had a lot of success so um, definitely looking at what those guys were doing like years ago and, and learning from that has been really valuable. But for the most part, I mean, it's really just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be so deep in someone's ecosystem that I'm just being a copycat of them. I, I've noticed this a lot, actually, like as I, as I help more people with podcasting, I've noticed more and more podcasts popping up that are literally just carbon copies of Young Smart Money. And I'm not worried about that because I've already built my listener base. I already have a, a large audience of people that like listening to me, but 
I just feel bad for them because they don't have anything differentiating them. They don't have anything setting them apart from all the other podcasts that interview entrepreneurs. I mean, there's so many of them. It's yeah. crazy. And if you're just, if you're so deep in someone's, in someone's ecosystem that you're just replicating everything they do, you're not going to have success with that. So I don't consume that much content from other people. Um, really the only content that I try to consume is like before I interview someone, um, I do some research on them. I listen to some of their past interviews and, and figure out what I want to learn from that person. But other than that, I'm not really consuming that much content because yeah, I don't, I don't just want to be a carbon copy of someone else. I want to like, yeah, pull from other people, see what other people are doing successfully. But if I'm just going out there being Gary V 2.0, I'm not going to have much success with that. So that's, that's sort of, that's sort of where I stand on, on, on consuming other people's content. Most definitely. So focused on yourself. Well, if you could leave us with some valuable advice to anyone who wishes to start a podcast or, you know, uh, wants to get into online ads, um, click funnels, marketing, what would you recommend? I think it's cliche, but I think Nike said it best, man. You just got to get to do it. Like you can sit around all day long, like looking for the secret sauce and the best tips. But to be honest with you, what I've found over my like short time on this planet is that oftentimes you just got to start doing stuff. You just got to get your hands dirty. Um, you're going to fall on your face a couple times, but that's cool because you've got plenty of time to get back up. So I think it really just comes down to, yeah, like just start doing something. Okay. Like, yeah, learn a little bit. So you're not a complete idiot, but like learn a little bit, start doing some stuff. Obviously you're going to suck at first. Everybody does. You can look back at my first podcast episodes. They suck. I hate listening to them. I hate when people <laughs> tell me they were listening to them. Cause I'm like, those are garbage, but I leave them up there to show people like you're going to suck at first. And that's just how it is. And you just have to get through that phase. Okay. You're going to, you're going to keep doing it. You're going to keep doing it. And then over time, you're going to get to a place where you found all the ways to be bad at something. So now your, your default option is to be good at it. So like, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Okay. It's about getting those reps in. And if you want to start a podcast, then start a podcast. Okay. It's not that difficult. You need like two, maybe three pieces of software, anchor.fm and zoom. Okay. Those are the two pieces of software you need. You, you set up both those things. They're free. And then you have a podcast. That's great. Like you don't need all this stuff. You don't need all these courses. You don't need all this garbage. Like just, just <laughs> figure out what you want to do. Like sit down, get clear on what you actually want to do and then just do the thing, okay? And if you run into a roadblock, then figure out how to get around the roadblock. So many people, they'll make up all these scenarios and these ideas and these like things in their head. Oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? Dude, you're never gonna know until you just get started. So just start doing some stuff, see what happens, step back every once in a while and, and, and take a like 30,000 foot view at yourself and see what's going on. But it just comes down to, it just comes down to doing stuff, you know? Yeah, most definitely. And I, and I see a lot of, you know, big excuse for anyone who typically starts uh, content creation. Like guys, if you guys are starting YouTube, you guys are starting podcasting. It has nothing to do with the equipment. You start with what you have. Ultimately, all I had to do for this was, you know, get a camera, uh, very cheap, Mike and uh, and this works perfectly. I think that people are too focused on the excuses rather than you know uh, just getting started. Well, well, I just want to say thank you so much for coming up on the Prosperous People. We're gonna conclude the episode here. Are there any last words you'd like to leave with the viewers? Not particularly, but if you guys are interested in podcasting, definitely join my free group. Got a free Facebook group. It's podcasting group. Just type that into Google and you'll get there. But yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Awesome, guys. Make sure to give Apple and I a follow on Instagram and most definitely check out the Young Smart Money podcast. I'll be leaving all the links in the description below. That being said, my name is Mike Rari and thank you so much for joining us. I'll see you guys later on the next episode of The Prosperous People.